Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you've returned. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings and it is amazing. Now, some of you might be asking, why are we going through 1 Kings? Here's why. Because people slide away from the Lord. They don't always want to, but they do. The book of First and Second Kings is the story of how the people of God slid away from the Lord. And so as we study it, we're going to learn how to defend against it. Now, also, we're going to see how God blesses people to do his work in his way. And we're in that kind of situation right now. Solomon is king. David has died. Solomon has cleaned house. He's gotten his kingdom in order. God came to him in our last episode and gave him the blank check. Remember the blank check? The blank check is, ask whatever you want, and I'll give it to you. So what does Solomon do? He doesn't ask for money, stuff, and things. He doesn't ask for armies or wealth. He doesn't ask for that. He says, Lord, give me wisdom to lead your people because there's so many of them, and they're so diverse. And only your wisdom can help me accomplish the task that you've put me to. Now, here's what we learned from that. Here's the principle. When you ask for the power, the anointing, the things, the stuff, and the people, to accomplish God's work, God's way, he always answers yes. <laughs> he is always about his kingdom. And so he goes to Solomon, remember? Last episode, he goes to Solomon and said, because you didn't ask for money, stuff, or things, and all this stuff, but you've asked for wisdom, discernment, to lead my people, I'm giving you that and everything else you didn't ask for. So now Solomon has left that point with the Lord. It was a dream state he was in. He's gone and he sacrificed to the Lord. He's sitting on his throne. So a case, a civil case is brought before him. Now, that's not unusual. Kings back then oftentimes judged uh, cases. That was part of what they did. And so this case comes before him and you're going to see the brilliance and the wisdom of the Lord <laughs> right here in Solomon. I love it. Here's what it says. So then two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, oh my Lord, this woman and I have lived in the same house and I have given birth and I gave birth to a child while she was in the house. Now on the third day after I gave birth, this woman also gave birth and we were alone. There was no one else in the house um, and we too were the only ones in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. Okay, so you get the picture. There's these two women. They were prostitutes. They're, they're living in the same house, sharing expenses. They both are pregnant. One gives birth. Three days later, the other one gives birth. So this one lady is saying, hey, look, this lady laid on her kid and killed it. That's what happened just a few days ago. Now, that in and of itself is a tragedy. It's horrible. But it wasn't against the law. It's wasn't an intentional thing. So here's what he goes on and says. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while your servant slept. In other words, I was sleeping. She grabbed my kid and laid it on her breast and laid her dead son on my breast. In other words, you know, that's where they were sleeping with him right up here. You know, if you've had kids, you, you hold them close, right? And so she's saying in the middle of the night, this woman did a switch. The dead son over here, the living son, my son over there said, now, when I rose in the morning to nurse my child, behold, he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning, behold, he was not the child I had born. She's like, this is not my kid. There's been a switch. But now the other woman said, no, no, the living child is mine and the dead child is yours. Then the first woman said, no, 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 no. The dead child is yours and the living child is mine. Thus they spoke before the king. Do you get the picture? It's a she said, she said, no, no, no. Mine's the living baby. No, mine's a living baby. Now, you got to remember, at this time, there was no genetic testing. 
There is no way to do some complicated genealogical research to find out whose child was who or do some scientific research. You couldn't do that. It was one person's word against another. Nobody else in the house. Nobody else witnessed anything. What do you do? How do you solve it? Where, where do you go for the truth? Look at the wisdom of Solomon, which came from the Lord, right? This is what he does. Then the king said, the one says, this is my son that is alive and your son is dead. And the other says, no, but, but your son is dead and my son is the living one. So Solomon's basically saying, okay, I get the picture. You both are saying the living child is yours and the dead son is the other person's. I get it. He says, I completely understand the story. So here's what we're going to do. See, when you lean on the Lord and trust him, he, listen, he will give you answers and wisdom beyond your natural ability. No one would have ever thought to do what Solomon is about to do. Check out what he did. He says this, and the king said, okay, bring me a sword. And a sword was brought before the king. And the king said, now divide the child, the living child, in two and give half to the one and half to the other. But then the woman whose son was alive said to the king, because her heart yearned for her son. See, here's the key. Solomon knew that the real mother would come forth. And this is what the real mother did. Oh, oh my Lord, give her the living child and by no means put him to death. In other words, the, the mom says, I want my child to live. I love the child I birthed. Give it over to the other woman. At least my child will live. See, that's what loving parents do. They sacrifice for the good of the child. And so she was willing to give up the, a, a baby boy. Now, a baby boy in that day was a big deal. That meant part of her retirement. When she got old and couldn't work, it was her son who would care for her, right? It was her family that would take her. There wasn't a state to lean on, right? There wasn't a check in the mail. And so she's giving up her future for the life of the son because she loved the son so very much. But look what happens. But the other said, he shall be neither mine nor yours. Divide him. So the other one said, no, I, I, you know, I'm not doing this. Go ahead and cut him in half. And that's not the heart of the mother now, is it? Then the king answered and said, give the living child to the first woman and by no means put him to death. She is the mother. So Solomon, by saying, okay, we're going to split the baby in half, knew that the heart of the mom would come to the surface and she would sacrifice her desire for a child for the child's life. Man, isn't that smart? Isn't that wisdom? So let me ask you this. What situations are you facing where you need the wisdom of the Lord, where you need a way to approach a problem that you can't find in a book or on TV or on YouTube? Are you in that point? Go to the Lord. James says, the book of James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask of the Lord and the Lord will give to all men freely and will hold nothing back. You can have wisdom too. God promises that. And you can answer questions and solve problems really in the same vein that Solomon did with creative, out-of-the-box solutions to complicated problems. Now look at what the final verse is, verse 28 says this. And all of Israel heard of the judgment of the king that he had rendered. And they stood in awe of the king because they perceived that the wisdom of God was with him to do justice. Seek God. Seek the Lord. Be in his word. You're going to have wisdom beyond your understanding. And, you know, <laughs> you're going to have grace for every step of your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And now, Lord, I pray that we will seek your wisdom at every turn. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Hey, thanks so much for being with us, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.